0: Good morning, class. Good morning, Brother Keith. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. No matter what you're dealing with, uh, what kind of problem it may be, God intends and has made a way that you can overcome it. You can overcome it. You can come out triumphant. A winner. And uh, all you got to do is not give up, not quit, not yield to fear and depression and despondency, but just make a choice. I believe God loves me. <laughs> I believe He is with me. And if He's with me, Who can be against me? I believe He knows the answer and has the answer and is the answer, and He'll show me and He'll help me, and if I'll just keep following Him one step at a time, if I'll just keep getting up and keep going on, He will get me from where I am to where I need to be. Can anybody testify He has done that for you in the past? Well, He's not going to quit you now. He's got you this far. Might as well get you the rest of the way. Come on in to the classroom by faith, bring your Bible and something to take a note on. Let's pray and believe the Lord for exactly what we should hear now, today. Father, in Jesus' name, all the faith school class we join together, asking you for the anointing and the utterance and the examples of living faith. And not just to learn about it, but that our faith be fed until we rise up big on the inside and overcome every obstacle that the enemy would try to place in our way. Help us to grow up and become more like the master, to grow up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. And we ask for it. And we know it's your will. We believe by faith. We take what we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you'd go with me, please, to Hebrews 10 again, to our great textbook, the Bible, and continue looking at the subject we're calling, By Faith. Hebrews 10.38 says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. I, I won't be pleased. But we're not of them. Who draw back unto perdition? Say out loud with me. Let's read it together. We are not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction. Who are we? We are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. We're not going to collapse. We're not going to fold and cry and give up and feel sorry for ourselves. Amen. Amen. It is a choice. It's a choice. I didn't say you'd never feel like it. (laughs) But that's when you most have to say, even through your tears and through feeling so weak. What did the Bible say? Let the weak say, I don't see how I'm going to make it. No. No. Anybody can say that. Any unbeliever can say that. Let the weak say, I am strong. Well, that's certainly not based on how you feel. Let the weak (laughs) say. So there are numerous ways that you could confirm that you're weak, but you are going to say, faith calls those things that be not as though they were, and that's how they become. There was a time when the very planet we're on, didn't exist. The star, our sun that's shining on us was not shining, did not exist. And God spoke. He called it into being, even though it was not there. He called it into being and now it is. We're faith children of a faith God. We're to function the same way. And the worse you feel and the more problems in your life, that's all the more critical that you don't fold, you don't despair, give up, and close the doors and pull the shade, and cry, say, say no, no, no. What are we going to do? You're going to say, I'm strong in the Lord. Come on, sit out loud with me. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His mind. You don't say, I can't do it. I can't do it. What do you say? I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me maybe on your own you couldn't do it but you're not on your own greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world by yourself yeah maybe you couldn't make it but if God's for you and he's on your side why shouldn't you make it you, you should, who's bigger than God? you, you, you should make it <laughs> so just go ahead and say I'm going to make it I'm I'm making, it right now, I'm making it right now, regardless of, of, of what I look like, you know. Uh, I grew up uh, as a boy in elementary school. There was kind of a, I don't know, it's a goofy thing to say now, but there was a, f- a family or two that was kind of feuding with each other. And, and uh, it was only a couple of us more boys that rode this certain bus. And this other family, and there were like seven of them. And... Uh, They'd, they'd beat me up once in a while because I, you know, two or three of them would hold me down in the back of the bus while the other couple worked me over. And, and so I came in one day with my nose bloody and my mouth busted. And, and Daddy said, Boy, we've got to do something with you. We've <laughs> got to help you out. So he put me in a school of martial arts when I was 10 years old. And I was there, I, in and out of that for, well, not in and out, I was in it for years and years, all through my high school junior high and, and, and later and uh, um, I was as a young teenager early early teens I was sparring an older boy one time he was twice my size and he 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 kicked me in the ribs and oh man it hurt and uh, I uh, I doubled over <laughs> I was holding <laughs> holding my side and my instructor came over and he said what are you doing what are you doing I said, it hurts. <laughs> I'm just a boy. <laughs> it hurts. And he said, I know. He said, but look at this guy. I looked at him. He's course, He's twice my He's smiling. He said, you know how he's smiling? <laughs> he said, he's going to kick you in that same spot <laughs> again because you have told him that that's where he hurt you. Yeah. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched boxing? Yes, yes. Okay, so if a guy gets a cut or he gets something, what does the guy then do? He works on. Is that right? You, it's like there's a bullseye painted on that spot, and a magnet's just drawing him to it. <laughs> and so he said, uh, "Don't let him, even if he did, don't let him know he got to you." Amen. He said, "Even." If you find your head where your feet were just a moment ago and you're really hurting, if you get up wipe off your mouth and smile, he said, the guy's going to go, that was my best shot, and it didn't even faze him. Hmm? He said, it'll it'll discourage your enemy and also not encourage him to keep beating on that same spot. (laughs) Why am I bringing that up? Because that's exactly how it is with the enemy. Y'all with me, friends? Yes. If it, you know, maybe the enemy gets a shot in on you, mm-hmm. and it hurts you. If you just fold and cry and feel sorry for yourself, that just encourages the enemy mm-hmm. to just pour it on in that same area. Right. But, you know, the Bible says, talking about the spirit of faith, uh, in 2 Corinthians, in other translations, it says, though knocked down, not knocked out. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> And I can see a picture. I mean, you may be, you may be tangled up in the ropes. <laughs> your nose bleeding, and it just looks real bad. But if you'll just say through your blood, through your tears, even if you can't see out of one eye, you say, "I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning. I got this one." What? God will move. I'm telling you, never will he let a child of his who's confessing faith in the middle of a battle go down. Never, never, never. You know what's about to happen to you? God is going to fight for you. Oh, come on. Can you see it? We see it in the Bible many, many times. But if you lay there and go, oh, it's over, it's over, it's over, I'm dead, then you probably are. (laughs) Come on, say it out loud. I'm a winner. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer overcomer. by the greater one inside me. Praise God. We saw in verse seven, it said, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith." As we studied on yesterday's class, nobody had seen rain. This idea of a flood because of rain and other things, it just was not proven by modern science. It was just unrelatable. But just because you've never seen something doesn't mean it can't happen. A lot of things you hadn't seen. A lot of things we don't know. And Noah, the thing that made him stand out in the midst of a dark, violent, chaotic world is that he believed God. He was already walking with God by faith like Enoch did. The scripture reveals. And he, he, when God told him a flood's coming, he didn't debate it and ask God for scientific proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you with me or not? Yes. Yes. Now all those guys who could prove that a flood and a rain couldn't happen, there's nothing written about them because they all got washed away. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? That's right? But at the time, their word was the authority and Noah was just a crazy preacher. Mm-hmm. Anybody that works 50, 75 years on a ship in the middle of dry land when there's never been a rain and preaches all the time is a nut, they thought. Until it started raining. Hmm. But it was too late. It's too late. And there's going to be a whole lot of people that have scoffed and mocked and heralded their false religion and no religion. And One day the trumpet's going to sound. And everybody's going to hear it. The dead's going to hear it. And there's going to be a great white throne judgment. These things are coming. And thank God, there's an ark today. There's a safe place where you, your family, friends, everybody that will can come in and get saved. The ark is Christ. He is the ark. He's the salvation. Notice that it said... Uh, in the Amplified, the latter part of verse seven, here it says, "By this, by his faith, he passed judgment and sentence on the world's unbelief, and he became an heir and possessor of righteousness." The message Bible says it like this: His act of faith drew a sharp line between the evil of the unbelieving world and the rightness of the believing world. Let me read this to you from the, uh, the Phillips translation. I'll read the whole verse, verse seven. It says, it was through faith that Noah, on receiving God's warning of impending disaster, reverently constructed an ark to save his household. Did you hear that word, reverently? You see the other word, respect, diligent. Um, Noah, when God told him the flood's coming, to him, that's it. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Nothing to argue about. Nothing to debate about. It's time to get to work. Mm -hmm. And so he did. And the Bible said the action of his faith, this is Philip's, condemned the unbelief of the rest of the world. It, it, it drew a contrast. Um, there are other beings watching what's happening on the earth. Angels, the enemy, and evil spirits. There are other beings, categories of beings besides human beings. And you know, if you read in the book of Job, where that the devil was accusing Job. To God. And in Revelation, that's one of his names. He's called the accuser of the brethren, referring to believers. So he still accuses us to God. And then he'll turn around and accuse God to you (laughs) and tell you that God's not real or he won't take care of you. He's a liar, he's a deceiver, tricker. But there was this. Uh, When it comes to judgment, God is perfectly fair, always completely fair. And there would have been those beings saying, the whole world's lost. Mm -hmm. It's gone. Nobody. And I'm I'm sure, you know, who is behind all this cruelty and violence and destruction? The devil is. What does he want? He wants us all wiped out. He wants to see, he'd like to see the slate Clean of human beings, and he and his kind take over the planet. Mm-hmm. He wants us gone. Yeah. We, we remind him of things he don't want to be reminded of, yeah. and, and we are the children of God ourselves. Right. Yeah. And he's never going to be an equal uh, like God. He tried to. Uh, his end is coming soon. Mm-hmm. But it could have been argued, the whole world's gone. It's lost. And you could have traveled north, east, south, west. You could have interviewed millions of people, and it would have seemed like that was true. The earth is a lost cause. But there was a man. (laughs) We already talked about this. God, God found a man. And, of course, he's a type of Jesus, God found a man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Out of all mankind, there was and is a man who never sinned, who never failed, and who was qualified to be the perfect spotless lamb of God who could give himself for mankind. He's our hope. He's our salvation. He's why the Father wouldn't just say, forget it, (laughs) just (laughs) scrap the whole bunch and I'll do something else no he's always been able to find one he found an Abraham yes, he did. oh hallelujah yes. and he found a Joseph yes. And, yes. and he found a Noah and he found an Elijah yes. and he found an Isaiah yes. and he found a Jesus yes. and even after that he found a Paul and he yes. found yes. a Peter is that right yes. and he found you yes. Yes. oh come on you got to be happy about that He found you. When God scans the globe, he doesn't say it's all a lost cause. He sees you. He sees faith school class thumping on faith. Hey. (laughs) We're going, Lord, it's not a lost cause. There's some of us. There's some of us. But Noah's act of faith condemned the world. It was the final straw as far as they were concerned because it proved not everybody is evil. You don't have to live like this on the planet. Not everybody is rebellious. Not everybody is defiant. Hmm? When people would say, well, nobody does any better, God says, (laughs) no, Huh? All the, you know, 80,000 people in my town, just as mean as me. What do you mean? All the million people on our continent, just as mean. A lot of them meaner. He'd go, not Noah. Mm -hmm. Nobody else would believe you. Nobody else would listen to you. He said, Noah worked on my boat for 75 years. Is that right? Don't tell me. Nobody will obey me. Is that right? How's he funding all this? He's having to believe for the money. Is that right? This is costing. I mean, how would you like to just go build a ship out of your pocket (laughs) next week? You're going to have to believe God. And for 75 years. And he kept preaching. And so it proved all these other people did not have to be like they are. It demonstrated You don't have to be evil. You don't have to live that way. And Noah's act of faith saved him and his family, condemned the rest of the world. Can you see that? Because of the contrast. Go with me over to uh, uh, Matthew, or they'll put it on the board for us. Matthew 21, 41. Matthew 21, 41. I'm reading this out of uh, Weymouth's translation. You can just look at it, whatever you got. Matthew 12, 41. Jesus said, there will stand up men of Nineveh at the judgment. Just like he kept saying there's a flood coming. Is there a judgment coming? There's a judgment coming. The men of Nineveh. Now, that's an interesting thought because we're thinking, well, they... That's long, long ago. They're all dead. Oh, they're still around. <laughs> Their bodies are, are have perished, but they're still around. Everybody that lived in Nineveh is still around. And there will be men of Nineveh that, uh, uh, who preached to them? Anybody remember? Jonah preached to them. You know what happened? We, we talk, talked about it earlier, but... God told Jonah to go preach to them because in just a few days, they'd all be destroyed. Same kind of thing. And he wouldn't do it. And then after being in the belly of the great fish or the whale, he, he came and preached. And they all repented. This is a, this is a good story yes. <laughs> out of all these stories. I mean, the, the Bible said the king heard about it in his throne room. And he said, what? we all going to die he said uh-uh, we're going to repent and he proclaimed nobody eats anything everybody's got to fast your dog's got to fast your cat and your parakeet everybody's got to fast and we get serious about this and God said look at them look at that the whole it was big city big city a lot of people all of them repented he said so judgment's not going to come uh, and um it made Jonah mad, you remember? Yeah. He said, because his prophecy was going to come to pass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 12 41. He said, at the judgment that's coming still yet in front of us, men of Nineveh will stand up together with the present generation and they'll condemn it. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, you know, we repented, yeah. <laughs> right? When Jonah came preached to us, and you didn't repent when Jesus came and preached to you? Come on, can you see that? This is an amazing, this is an enlightening thing that in time to come, all the previous generations who have lived will be there at the last and final judgment. It's an amazing thing. And there will be those who'll try to say, Oh, you didn't live when I lived. I mean, it was mean people everywhere. And if you wasn't mean, they'd just run over you and say, so, I had to be mean. I, I had no choice. And they'll go, Noah, Jesus, Paul. Is that right? And hopefully in our generation, we won't say hopefully, we'll say in our generation, the Lord will point toward us and go, No, no, I see. There were people, huh? In, in the 21st century, there were people, 22nd century, whatever. There were people who believed me and, and did not rebel against me. There were people who had faith in me, real faith in me, and they obeyed me. And that faith will save you, but condemn them. Faith uh, faith in a believer makes an unbeliever mad. By contrast, if you're around somebody and they want to be down and depressed and faith just can't be, have you found this out? Yes. Faith, you know, I, I care if you're hurting, but I'm not going to despair with you. Amen. I'm not going to agree with you that your case is impossible because that's faithless and that's me acting like God can't do anything and I know he can, that's right. Right? That's right? But if you don't want to hear faith, and, I, and, and I've heard people say, you so, don't tell me to watch my words, no. and you can be annoying. I you know, if, if you're not being led. But, but no no, I've heard that message about faith. I've heard that, I've heard that, but you just don't know how bad it hurts, and you just don't know how bad it is, and they want you to cry and feel sorry with them. but if you have real faith, you can't. You cannot. You'll look at them and go, Dear, I care. I do. I, I, and, and I feel your pain in a way. But, God, everybody, are you with me? What, what else am I going to say? This is not the end. We do not have to stay down. God can do miracles. But that spirit of faith to someone who doesn't want to believe is annoying. It's annoying. It's like the sun rising on somebody who's trying to sleep. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> we are to be a light. Yes. Is that right? Yes. The problem is not everybody wants to live in the light. There are folks who have chosen to live in the dark. That's where they want to be. I'm quoting scriptures from John third chapter in different places. Uh, Second Corinthians 4. People are blinded, their minds are blind, and here's the problem. A lot of folks don't want to hear the truth. They want you to leave them alone. And that was Noah's generation. He preached to everybody he could preach to. He did his best to warn them. How many believe God anointed him and helped him? Amen. For 75 years? You got a so long time to practice preaching, is right? You figured you got to pretty well figure he got this message honed, is that right? <laughs> And not one that heard it joined them. Sad, sad. And we can't get everybody to join us today, but thank God we already know it's more than eight. Yes. Yes. Right? <laughs> more than eight's getting saved. And you, know, you don't know who's going to receive the word and who's not going to receive it. If somebody doesn't receive it, don't get upset. Just say next and preach because somebody will. And when they do, we'll not be in the ark alone but hopefully millions, is that right? Will be with us from our generation. Well, that's it again for today. What do we do? We live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. That's it for now. We'll see you next time in Faith School. Guys, I really enjoyed being in Faith School again with you this week. I just want to say thanks to our partners again for being a part of making this possible. Uh, The continued uh, sowing and and prayers and and faith uh, makes it uh, a possibility. You have to have resources. and uh, I know that a number of people would like to be partners or like to be partners in a stronger way. And I was reminded of this verse that said uh, in 2 Corinthians 9.10, He that ministers seed to the sower and bread for your food, multiply your seed and increase your fruits. God gives seed to the sower. And so I want to believe with you right now that you'll have more than enough. Lord, bring into our hands abundance of seed to sow into the kingdom and we'll reap amazing harvest therefrom. Hallelujah. Till next time, this is Keith Moore, this is Faith School, and you're a big part, and the rewards are eternal.